Howdy y'all, and welcome to the Big Sky Cowgirl podcast. My name is Bailey Ostrom, and I am your host. This podcast is all about agriculture, Western fashion, my life, and more. Whether you are in the industry, wanting to get into it, or maybe just want to learn more about agriculture, you are welcome here. So grab some coffee, settle in, and let's go y'all. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. So last week's episode got canceled for a couple reasons. Number one, I was having technical difficulties, which I'm still having, which is why we are doing an audio-only episode and no video. I don't know if we will have, like, an actual video episode while I'm here at home. We'll just have to wait and see. But also, because I was waiting to see if I could get things figured out, I also had a dental procedure done and have been in pain for the last few days, which is why it was not getting filmed. And eventually, I just decided... We're not going to do this episode. I didn't even know if I would be able to do this episode because I've been in so much pain, but I finally decided to just persevere and get it done. So I'll tell you guys a little bit more about what all happened and then we'll get into the actual episode. So first of all, I had a um, really bad cavity on my lower left molar and I was told it was borderline root canal. Probably we're going to have to do a root canal and... We scheduled that for this past Monday back in like June because that's when I had my last dental cleaning. And I obviously knew it was coming. I was kind of worried like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to deal with needles because if you know me, I'm deathly afraid of needles. It's one of my three biggest fears. And so like going through finals week, I every once in a while would be like, shit, this coming week I am going to have to go and have that done. And so... I wasn't as scared for it as I am for like other things like a blood draw because with those I have panic attacks like in the days prior and this time I was totally fine. I didn't cry about it once until we got there and since I'm scared of needles they decided to sedate me so I was given Valium to take the night before and then when I got to the office they gave me another pill that um, is part of the Valium family but what I was told was either I'd fall asleep or I wouldn't remember it the next day. And neither were true. I was awake the entire time and I still remember everything. But I got there. My mom stayed with me because I obviously needed someone to drive me home. And I also was given laughing gas after we started and everything. But when we got there, I started crying. And that it's, it's a like, response for me where I can't control it if I know that I'm about to have to like deal with needles or something. It's just uncontrollable crying that I feel embarrassed for because obviously I'm a 20 year old who is sobbing over a needle. Um, but it's just, it what it's what happens. And so I went back by myself and then was texting my mom cause it was going to be 45 minutes before we could even start. Cause we needed the meds to kick in. And I told my dental hygienist that And she was like, oh, well, do you want your mom to come sit with you? And I was like, yes, please. Like, if she can, absolutely. And my mom stayed the entire time. But um, it honestly went pretty good. Like, he put the numbing cream on and then did the injection. Like, I could feel the needle, but honestly, it wasn't really that bad. And it felt pretty quick, honestly. Like, I know we were there for an hour or two, but still, like, everything felt like it was going really fast. So we get home and the numbing wore off within an hour. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm in quite a lot of pain. But I was like, you know what, this is probably normal. 
you know, I just had stuff done in my mouth, like, it, it's probably normal, it's all fine. So because I still had the sedation meds in my system, I passed out on the couch, and my mom was like, you should go upstairs and go to bed. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So I did, and I woke up at 2 a.m., and the sedation meds had worn off by then, and I was in a lot of pain. And I did some Googling, and it was like, cold compression can help. So I went downstairs, got an ice pack, and I just sat on the couch for an hour, icing my face, and then I went upstairs to try to go back to bed. And I laid there for an hour, and I'm like, I am not falling asleep. This is not going to happen. So I went back downstairs, took some ibuprofen, iced my face more, and I just stayed on the couch. And Danica had her last day of school then before her Christmas break. So they were up about 7, 7.15, and my mom was like, what are you doing up? Like, when I'm home, I don't get up early because this is the time for me to catch up on all the sleep I'm missing while I'm at college. And she's like, this is not normal. Like, why are you up? And I told her, I'd be like, I've been up since 2 a.m. Like, I've been in pain this entire time. So she was like, okay, well, maybe you should call the dentist, like, when they open up. And I did, and I was told, um, you didn't get a filling, which is what I thought, because we went into it thinking I was going to get a root canal, and he decided not to. He just put a crown on it. So I didn't know the difference. And she was like, well, you got a crown, so, like, it is going to hurt more. And by Thursday, you should be feeling better. So I go through the rest of the day. And like the next couple days, I got very little sleep because I was constantly in pain. I was taking ibuprofen like every single time I was able to. I'm icing my face. Wednesday morning, I wake up in the most pain I ever felt through this whole process and decided, okay, I'm going to do more Googling. Found like warm compression also helps. So I got a... Uh, went and bought a heating pad because we didn't have any at the house. Also bought like toothache, um, like medicine stuff that you put in your mouth that kind of numbs it, which was really helpful during that day. Bought more ibuprofen because we were getting kind of low and I just, I was doing everything I could. So the only way I was able to sleep that day was because I had the toothache relief gel and it helped enough that I was able to sleep and also the heating mat. And Tana had a dentist appointment, so she went, and the dentist was like, oh, how's Bailey doing? And she was like, well, she's actually in a lot of pain. Like, she hasn't been sleeping. It's really hard for her to eat. She's just hurting. And he was like, okay, we're going to call her tomorrow because she shouldn't be in this much pain. So I knew they opened at 8. I set an alarm for 8 a.m. I get a call at, like, 8.15. She's like, yeah, let's get you in at 10 a.m. And I was like, okay, perfect. Me and my mom go. And they thought we were just going to do a bite adjustment. So, you know, filing my tooth and I'm sitting here and it's kind of hard for me to talk. Like at the current moment, my mouth is kind of hurting and I feel weird when I'm talking because I constantly can feel that it, something's weird in my mouth, like not how it usually is. So I feel like I'm talking weird, but my mom says I'm not, but it was hard for me to talk. And so my mom was, you know, advocating for me and telling them all the pain I'm in, everything that's going on. And the dental hygienist is like, yeah, I don't think a bite adjustment is going to fix this. So she goes, okay, let's go get you a 3D x-ray because I'm sure he's going to want that. And then let me go talk to the dentist. And so he comes in, he looks at my tooth, he, you know, feels around in my mouth. And he's like, well, the thing is, like, again, you were borderline root canal. 
And when we're drilling, that's vibration against the nerve and the tooth, and that can cause it to be mad. So it's possible that now that we did that, your tooth is really angry. So he was like, what I want to do is push out the permanent crown sitting because, you know, there's a temporary one in my mouth. And he was like, let's do that in a month, which I'll have to go back to Montana before then. So now that's not even going to happen until March. And he's like, let's also do some antibiotics. And then he's like, do you want pain pills? And I was like, yes. And here's the thing about me. I don't take medication for things unless I absolutely have to. Like if I have a headache, I'm just persevering through it. I don't take pain pills for it because most of the time I forget that's even an option. But other times I just don't feel like it. So if I'm like, yeah, give me the pain pills, that means that like something is really wrong and I'm in a lot of pain. And so he gave me hydrocodone that also has Tylenol in it, but I can also take ibuprofen. So basically what I've been doing is I've been taking my antibiotic, which I have to take again here in like another hour. Um, And then I also take the hydrocodone at night because it has been my experience that like prescription pain meds or Valium, Xanax, all those things make me really sleepy. Like, people have different reactions to it, and my reaction is always, I sleep. So, I take it at night, that way I'm actually able to be awake during the day and, like, hang out with my family and everything, but I am actually sleeping through the night, which is so great, and I need that. Um, and then I'm taking ibuprofen throughout the entire day because I'm, like, still in pain and everything, and when I wake up, it is always the worst. Like, number one, my mouth just tastes gross, um it hurts like the gum. So like I said, it was my lower uh, left like molar and there's that gum that's next to it. And it is like a little mound. Like it is so swollen. It was over the crown and it's still pretty high up. I also got a canker sore, which I was like, of course I did. Um, And so my entire left side of my mouth just hurts. Eating is incredibly hard. If I accidentally bite down on that side, I'm in pain. I can't open my mouth very wide. Like tonight, my sister made burgers for dinner and that was really hard for me to eat because like I couldn't open my mouth really wide. So overall, I've just been in pain the last few days and have had so little energy because it was like the only time I was getting sleep was when I hit a certain point of exhaustion that I could doze off for like one, two hours and then I was up again because the pain was there. So now that I've actually been getting some sleep and also starting to feel a bit better, I was like, okay, I can film today or record. Uh, So yeah, I'm really hoping that it clears up because if it doesn't, I am going to have to go get a root canal, which I kind of wish that we had done a root canal from the get-go because I wouldn't have been in pain this whole time and I didn't exactly want to spend my entire Christmas break in pain or even just Christmas in pain. But anyways, onto a happier note, let's talk about some Christmas traditions. So, not everybody celebrates Christmas, not everybody celebrates Christmas the same, and I thought it would just be fun to talk about some of the traditions that my family does, um, just because it's fun, it's Christmas time, and I wanted something different for this episode. So, number one, gingerbread houses. Um, In our family, all the kids make gingerbread houses. So that's me and my two sisters. And there's kind of always a theme to each of them. So like Danica is always the candy crazy one. One year she like made a hole in her roof or something. 
and took all the leftover candy and just filled the inside of the house with candy. It was insane. And then Tana's is always, like, very nice-looking, very artsy. She really goes above and beyond. Mine's kind of a mix. I I put in effort, but it's not ever going to look as good as Tana's, but it's not as just thrown together as Danica's. Um, but the funny thing is also my mom always buys extra kits, and that's because if one, like, breaks, we have a backup, or, like, if both are broken, maybe you can, like, mix and match pieces, which I'm glad she did this year because both of the ones I did had broken pieces. But she got ones that were Swiss Miss, like the hot chocolate. And then the other one was just like normal gingerbread. There was two in each box. So there was four in total. So in total, we had eight gingerbread houses. And again, good thing because the ones I kept getting were all broken. Um, but I did one full house and then I started doing another one, but it was so hard for me to be present because I was exhausted. I was in a lot of pain. We ordered pizza and like trying to eat pizza while also doing that just was hurting my mouth so badly. Um, so it was a lot of, it was fun, but it was not very fun for me. Like this year's Christmas has not really been Christmas theme, but still it's really fun to do all that. The next we have is the elf on the shelf. Um, I don't even know what our elf's name is, honestly, but we actually didn't get an elf on the shelf until we were older, and at that point, like, me and Tana were, you know, old enough that we knew the secret behind Christmas, and Danica didn't, so she, you know, still believing in the elf. We helped move it around, and now that we're all older, everybody moves it around, and she actually hasn't moved in days because nobody's really been paying attention and I don't have the energy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, we, we've never done anything that's like the drawing on people's faces or cutting parts of our clothes out. Um, I honestly don't know why parents do that. Like they terrorize their kids and then blame it on the elf because they can. Like me and my mom had a conversation about this. She was like, the elf is supposed to be fun. Like it's not supposed to be there for you to you know, do mean things to your kid. But anyways, I digress. And then the next tradition I have is my Christmas morning tradition. So that is getting up before everyone else. This was something that was started by me and Tana when we lived at our first house. And we basically got up early, would go in the living room, see, you know, everything, all the presents, obviously the Santa present, the stockings, and then we'd go sit in the playroom and we'd watch TV until it was 7 a.m. Because we were not allowed to wake anyone up before 7. And as we got older, Tana wanted to sleep in more. Danica started joining me. Now even she wants to sleep in. So the last few years, it's really just been me. And I enjoy getting up early and, you know, still going down, still kind of peeking in the stockings. But also just getting to sit in front of the tree when all the lights are off except for the Christmas tree. And just sitting there and it's all quiet it's beautiful and it's like really Christmas feeling you know and it's just a really nice time to enjoy the tree and all its glory before everyone else is awake and all of a sudden you know wrapping papers everywhere and it's chaos but that's really one of my favorite things and it also it depends on how early I get up if I stay down there or how long I've stayed down there what I do next because uh, in the past few years, the 7 a.m. rule has not stayed. It's become 
later and later and this year is one of those years where Danica's at her dad's so we won't even have her back here till 9 a.m and we won't open presents without her so this year won't even start till 9 a.m for us um so you know I'll probably get up and everything but I like to have all the trash bags and the scissors just everything ready to go before we even hit the designated time and it was always like everybody would fight over who got to wake up like my mom who got to wake up Tana or like my grandpa when he would spend Christmas with us and as the years went on there was like more requirements if you were gonna wake people up so with my mom it was you had to make her coffee then it's take the dog out, get the dog fed and everything. And like you can get all of that done before my mom even makes it down the stairs because she takes forever. And that's probably going to happen this year. Well, actually my mom probably will get up and do it all herself since she'll have to go get Danica then. But yeah, we do all that. And then once everybody's finally downstairs, we start with stockings. And that's how it's always been. And we used to have a tradition where it was two movies in your stocking. My mom said we're not doing that this year, but then it's just, like, other random goodies, like, we've gotten a lot of socks in the last few years, hot chocolate packets, face masks, things like that, and then, of course, candy, because, you know, which, actually, me and my sisters went and bought the candy this year, so we know exactly what candy is going to be in our stockings, and I know some of the things that are going in there, because we're kind of at that point where, like, my mom tells me and my sister, like, we know a lot of things. Um, Danica, not so much, but like me and Tana, we do. And after that, we do the Santa present. So with my family, it's always been one Santa present. Everything else is from your family members. And your Santa present is the biggest present you're going to get that year. So it's like the most expensive, whatever. Um, for example, my senior year of high school, I got my MacBook because that's a tradition is your senior year of high school, you get a MacBook to take to college and that's your big Santa present. So that's going to be Danica's next year. Uh, another year, it was I had bought my iPad, and I didn't buy an Apple Pencil because I saved up, and the second I had enough money, I bought the iPad and didn't even think about the fact that I would need an Apple Pencil, so I just used like a random stylus. So I asked for that and an Apple Watch, and that was my Santa present. I remember a year when we were younger where Danica asked for a new bike, and we all got a new bike, and I just remember being kind of mad about that. I was like, I didn't want a bike. <laughs> and I, I think Tana was kind of mad too because she also didn't ask for that. But it's okay in the end. And then after we open Santa presents, it's just a free-for-all. Like everybody is given a present and then we open them until there's none left. And as we've gotten older and like we all, you know, again, know the secret behind Christmas. Um, my mom stopped filling her stocking. And also, there's no presents for her ever. And that is because we try to get her presents. Um, and she's like, no, I don't need any presents. I have my kids. That's all I need. And also, she's like the hardest person to shop for. But me and my sister have really wanted to make sure that my mom does get stuff for Christmas. So this year, we thought of stocking stuffers for her. We also got her some presents. So there are currently three presents under the tree for her. But Danica likes to play Santa, so she, like, passes the presents out as we're unwrapping them. Um, and with her, she usually just starts opening presents and, like, isn't caring about anything else. 
me and Tana kind of like to sit there and like watch each person open their presents. So for example, if like Danica grabbed a present for herself, me and Tana, and she starts opening hers, me and Tana wait until we see what Danica got and then one of us will go and open our present. Um, and I think this kind of also stems from the fact that like when we were kids, my mom would make us hold up our present and like take a photo of us with it. So it was like you did have to wait until like each person had done that. So I feel like that was kind of just ingrained in us. But yeah, so we just open all the presents until there's nothing left under the tree. And then it's just kind of you hang out and play with the stuff because breakfast usually doesn't happen until an hour after we open presents. And so when we were kids, obviously, you know, it's playing with all the toys you got. Now that we're older, it's like setting things up or if it's like a Switch game, maybe going and playing that or watching movies, whatever. Um, and then the rest of the day is pretty low-key, like, you know, you might be, uh, playing with stuff, you might be watching movies, um, one year we got sent to the grocery store on Christmas Day, I remember that, but, yeah, it's just kinda, everybody hangs out, sometimes we'll go sledding, cause there's a lot of hills at our house, um, if there's snow, not always, we, I don't think we're gonna have snow, I don't even know if I have my phone on me, oh, I do, uh, to check because we have not gotten any snow whatsoever and we didn't even have it in Montana when I left, although I think there is some now. Let's see. Um, no, there's literally no snow in the horizon, so I don't think that will be happening this year considering I'm recording this at 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve Eve. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of just a very low-key day after we open all the gifts. And then breakfast, it's always cinnamon rolls. And these are my mom's homemade cinnamon rolls, which unfortunately she's not doing it this year. She's changing things up and we are doing a baked French toast, which I'm sure will be good. Um, but I look forward to these cinnamon rolls all year round because she rarely makes them. But sometimes she'll also make like a frittata or something. So there's like egg and protein. But again, breakfast doesn't happen for like an hour and then we don't do lunch because usually by the time we have breakfast, like it's very filling and then if you're hungry, you can have a snack, but like we wait until dinner because dinner is prime ribs, Caesar salad, potatoes, like all this good stuff. And we also do um, sparkling cider, which I don't know if I said this in the Thanksgiving episode, but to me, sparkling cider was like a delicacy. Like you only had it at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. And now, like, I just will randomly buy a bottle because I'm like, ooh, let's get it. But so, yeah, that's our dinner. I don't even know what dessert will be this year. It might be an apple crust, but I think that's what we agreed on earlier. Um, but, yeah, dinner is always so amazing. And no one ever really gets dressed up. I usually will put clothes on because that's just how I am. Um, but we don't see other family members and like that's our that's the last tradition I have to share um because we don't really do a whole lot you know I know a lot of people like they do Christmas at their house and then it's like they go to their grandparents or like another family member's house and all of our extended family does not live here and so it's just us it's very low-key but I definitely want to add more traditions as I get older start having my own family we'll just see how that is but I do have one last tradition, that's New Year's Eve, because I just wanted to share an extra one. And basically what this is, is I don't know how this got started, but I know we definitely did it when I was in high school, and that is our dinner 
it is just a random assortment of food, like things you would find in the freezer section of a grocery store. I'm talking taquitos, mini corn dogs, tater tots, coconut shrimp, like just the most random things. And that is what we have for dinner. And it's crazy. Every year it changes because again, it's just we walk through the freezer section and pick out some food. I don't know if we're doing it this year or not. Um, but yeah, that's just something that we've been doing because again, we don't really do anything. I mean, Tana, since she's gone off to college, now goes to her best friend's house for New Year's because their family does a really big party every year. But like the rest of us, we just hang out here and do nothing. And we watch the countdown on TV, usually the Space Needle, sometimes like New York's. Um, but we don't do fireworks here because where we are, we are surrounded by a lot of trees and it would be a fire hazard to, you know, have fireworks. Not to say that our neighbors don't, um, they obviously just don't care if they light things on fire, but my mom says absolutely not. We've never done fireworks here in all the years that we've lived at this house, which is always sad because I would love to do fireworks. But at the same time, like, I totally understand that it is a no-no. But that is all for I have for traditions. If you guys have some traditions that you absolutely love, I would love to hear them. And we only have one more episode to go for this year, which is crazy to think. And I'm also really excited for it. Um, but I'm just excited for Christmas. I love Christmas time and I love you know, getting a break from school, but also getting to see my family and watch Christmas movies and Christmas cookies and all that. Obviously, I'm not having the greatest Christmas this year, um, but overall, I'm sure it's going to end up being great. And yeah, I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas for those who celebrate it. And I think that's all that I have for you guys. So maybe next episode, I'll tell you guys what I got for Christmas and what I got my family because obviously I don't want to say that in case any of them listen. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys for our final episode next week.